0: When we let the inner voice quiet down and we don't pay attention to its messages, we tend to do what we usually do. We engage in our habits. And if you want to experience something new or different in your life and relationships in this new year, you need to be willing to do things you have never done. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you increase your awareness of how you use language to communicate, so that you can have more peace, more harmony in your life and relationships. Happy New Year. I know we're in the middle of January, but I love saying Happy New Year, so I can't help it. I love expressing wishes for a happy, fulfilling, and a wonderful New Year. And I'm so grateful you're listening to this podcast. And since we are in January, and January is a great month to consider developing new habits and connecting to intentions, in this episode, I want to give you two suggestions that are crucial in succeeding when you would like to form a new habit or when you would like to manifest a deep longing of your heart. What I'm going to focus on in this episode will center, of course, around what this podcast is about, giving you tools for transformation in your communication that will help you transform your life and all your relationships. At the same time, know that what I will teach you could be useful for any kind of habits that you would like to manifest. So you will be able to apply what I'm going to talk about here to cultivate or maintain any new habit you wish. Have you ever had the experience of hearing an internal message? Maybe something like, you need to stop overpleasing others, or you need to learn to set healthy boundaries, or you need to be kinder and more compassionate with yourself and others? Have you ever had that experience? Of course you have. I know that's a rhetorical question because if you're listening to the podcast, I know you have heard this voice, that inner voice that has been trying to get that message through to you and perhaps it's been trying to communicate with you for a long time, years maybe. Now, even though this voice has different names, some people call it intuition, others call it the longings of your deeper heart, your essential voice, your wisdom voice, your soul, your gut, whatever you want to call it, it's important to know that that inner voice is a non-judgmental and kind voice that uses very direct language to guide you. In simple terms, we could say that this voice is encouraging you to create or maintain useful and beneficial habits that would enrich your life. And as you're listening now, maybe you're remembering a message or a set of messages that your inner voice has been communicating to you, especially lately, because maybe you sat down to reflect on what you would like to experience in your life and relationships in this new year, or Maybe you spent some time journaling, or maybe you downloaded the intention-setting framework I offered you in podcast 25. I'm going to add the link in the show notes if you haven't checked it out. But in that podcast, I offer you the proven roadmap to sustainably bring forth your New Year's intention. So you can find that in the show notes. And if you've given yourself the time and space to reflect on the messages of your inner voice, you are now aware that these messages relate to the next step in your journey of growth or transformation, to the next steps in your alchemical journey. If you're aware of that, it's wonderful that you've cultivated your capacity for deeper awareness. And if you haven't, you are doing so by listening to this podcast. The message your inner voice has for you is an invitation to open up to something that would make your life healthier, more wonderful, more fulfilling. Now, sometimes when we hear this inner voice, even though the message offers a great positive outcome, we experience resistance or doubt. We experience resistance because the kind of invitation this voice is making will require us to engage in some difficult or effortful actions or in actions that we don't know how to take. In some other occasions, we may not have much resistance. We are completely on board and we intellectually understand that learning to follow that message could be very beneficial, not only for us, but for everyone around us. But we feel doubt because we don't really know where or how to start. And when we hold on to these feelings of resistance or doubt, we don't take any action. And that voice may quiet down. We may know it's there, but we barely hear it. And in time, we forget all about it. I know because I've been there. And many of my coaching clients I've worked with and my transformative communication students I've supported, they told me that they've had the same experience. When this happens, when you let your inner wisdom voice quiet down and you kind of forget about its invitation, your life experience continues to be the same. So for example, if your inner voice said, you need to stop overpleasing others. Even though deep inside you know that when you stop overpleasing others, you will be able to tend to you and your important needs, you continue to please others excessively to your own detriment. You don't honor your needs, or maybe you don't even know what your needs are. And then you find yourself feeling a lot of resentment. You experience layers of anger and negativity that you can't seem to shake off your system. Or perhaps the message you heard was, you need to learn to set healthy boundaries. But even though deep inside you know that setting healthy boundaries has the great potential of giving you freedom and joy in your life and relationships, you know learning to set healthy boundaries will take effort. And so you let that voice quiet down and you continue to say yes when you need to say no. You continue to take on more than you have energy for. You continue to give more to others and continue to neglect yourself and your energy. Then you find yourself feeling depleted, unvalued, unseen. And sometimes you feel sort of trapped, like, There's no way out, and this brings you down. Or if the message you heard from your inner voice was, you need to be kinder and more loving to others and to yourself, and you know that your life would be so much better with more gentleness and more warmth, when you let this voice quiet down, you continue to get reactive with others, to engage in harsh self-criticism, or to communicate with yourself and others in ways that you later regret. So you find yourself feeling embarrassed, guilty, or ashamed. This is all because when we let the inner voice quiet down and we don't pay attention to its messages, we tend to do what we usually do. We engage in our habits. And if you want to experience something new or different in your life and relationships in this new year, you need to be willing to do things you have never done. Let me teach you how to follow the guidance of your inner voice and take two steps towards manifesting those beautiful outcomes that can bring more peace, more harmony, and more fulfillment in your life and relationships. If right now you're noticing your inner voice saying that you would like to experience more in your life or in your relationships, then it's time to reflect on how you're setting up your external day-to-day world. That is to say, who and what you're being influenced by. Because your external day-to-day life or your external influences can be the ones directing your internal experience instead of the other way around. So be aware of that. Let me give you an example from my own life. During the late 90s, the word yoga came to me as a strong message from my inner voice. At that time, I was living in the Caribbean and I had no idea what yoga was. Somehow, that inner voice was clear about letting me know that the outcome of yoga could be self-knowing. But yoga was not available on the island where I lived. My external day-to-day life centered around having fun, looking good, playing a lot of tennis, eating a lot, and the people I spent most time with were also interested in the same things. We were all kind of like living for the moment, having fun in the moment, and we didn't spend time reflecting on ourselves. So my influences at the time didn't lead me to self-knowing at all. I continued to live and relate in the habitual way that was reinforced by my external day-to-day activities and people. For example, I didn't know what my needs were, and I easily conformed to what others wanted, and then I would feel angry about it. I also didn't have a deep, intimate relationship with my boyfriend of the time, even though we had been together for over five years and we were planning on getting married. I felt insecure about much of my life and relationships, but I didn't know any other way. When I came to the U.S. to visit a friend, she mentioned she was going to a yoga class and she asked me if I wanted to go. At that moment, I recognized this was an opportunity to say yes to the invitation from my inner voice. And saying yes to my inner guidance completely changed my life. It changed my life because I shifted my external day-to-day world and started to be influenced by people and activities that centered around yoga and inner knowing. You may know that the word yoga means union with mind, body, and spirit. And this is what my inner voice was leading me towards. So I surrounded myself with people and friends interested in self-discovery and self-knowing. I joined a community of yoga practitioners, yoga students who encouraged me on my journey. I studied with teachers who embodied the principles and philosophies of yoga. I attended lectures, workshops, retreats, and I also stopped doing certain other things. I stopped spending time watching TV, and I spent more time reading about self-discovery, self-knowing, and the path of transformation. I also ended the relationship with my boyfriend and I chose to spend time learning to have deep conversations with people who, like me, were seeking a life of inner knowing, of union between body, mind, and spirit. As you listen to the message of your inner voice, look at your current influences that come from your day-to-day external world and ask yourself, Are the activities and the people you spend most of your time with influencing you towards following the guidance of your inner voice? If the answer is yes, then keep doing the things you're doing and hanging out with those you've been spending time with because you are choosing beneficial influences. And if after listening to your inner voice, you notice that your current influences are not supporting you in following your inner guidance, then you need to do two things. Number one, you need to surround yourself with people who want the same thing you want. If you want to set healthy boundaries to stop over-pleasing others or to start being more loving with yourself and others, look for groups of people who want the same thing and who are taking steps towards what you want. Belong to a community of learners who are learning what you need to learn. And number two, say yes to receiving guidance from people who embody what you'd like and learn from them. What you want in your life and relationships is really beautiful, and it's also really human. So find the humans who teach how to experience what you would like to experience. It's really hard to do it alone because, as I said earlier, when you're left to your own devices, we tend to do what we usually do, engage in our habits. Now, if that inner voice has been telling you that you need to take things less personally, that you need to learn to be less reactive, that it's important for you to learn to set healthy boundaries, to be real, to be more compassionate with yourself and others, then join me in one of my group coaching programs so you can receive guidance while you surround yourself with a group of people who also seek what you seek, to have healthy, conscious, and mature relationships through transforming the way they communicate. You can find out more About the Language Alchemy Group Coaching Programs at languagealchemy.com forward slash group coaching. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. In this episode, we talked about the inner voice that gives you important messages that point to your growth and transformation. We also talked about what happens when we let the voice quiet down and stop listening to it because we experience resistance or doubt. Then I offered you a question to reflect on your external day-to-day influences. After that, I gave you two things for you to do. Number one, to look for people who are looking for the same things you're looking for and who can affirm your choices and cheer you on the journey of transformation. And number two, to find and learn from teachers who embody what you would like to experience. And finally, I mentioned that if your inner voice is talking to you about communicating with clarity, confidence, or compassion, or having more harmonious and fulfilling relationships, then I invited you to check out one of the Language Alchemy Group coaching programs by visiting languagealchemy.com forward slash group coaching. Thank you so much for listening. May you listen to your inner voice so that you can have a very happy new year. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary LaPoe. You'll find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.